Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Final preseason game for the Edmonton Oilers. They take on a loaded up Seattle Kraken squad for tonight's matchup. Jack Michaels, myself, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, Camoon, all part of the Oilers Radio Network. We'll have the call on 630 Chad. The Edmonton Elks are about to kick off over on Kiss with Morley Scott, Dave Campbell, and Brendan Escott. Orders now is brought to you by World of Spas, aching after a long day. World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas. Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Momentarily, we're going to hook up with Frank Cervalli on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. The River Cree Resort Casino Excitement. Bet on it. And you can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you always wanted. Ashley Fine Floors, 143 3rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. The question we have, who makes the team for the final 12 forward spot? Will it be Raphael Lebois? Uh, he is mostly a right wing. He needs to clear waivers. Lane Peterson, who's a right shot center. Or Adam Ernie, who's in on a PTO. As uh, we head off to the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, daily face-offs, Frank Saravalli. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Excuse me, Frank is brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. Experience live standard bred racing Fridays and Saturdays at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. For more information, head to thehorses.com. Hello, Frank. How are you doing? I am pretty good, Bob. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. Final preseason game. We start playing for real on Wednesday. Finally. Yes. Well, eight. The Oilers played more preseason games than any other team. Uh, tell me this. Uh, Lavoie, you know I asked Gary Bettman about that the other day, right? About, uh, well, shed some insight for us. Go for it. I uh, just I, I said you're seeing other leagues cut down on preseason. Does the NHL have any interest in reducing the number of games? And he said he doesn't see it being an issue at the current time. Obviously, in parentheses, there's a big revenue generator there. And he said, which he added this caveat in at the end, and I thought was interesting. But if the players would like to discuss it, it's something we can talk about in the next CBA negotiation. So what I would suggest they do is go from eight to six. Pre- do it. Every team in the league does a three-game rookie tournament. Okay, six. Can those count? <laughs> and then a, th- uh, a six-game preseason schedule. And Too go much. F- and then go from eighty-two to eighty-four games. 
Regular I mean, season. I think we'd all be happy with a max cap of four preseason. Okay, games. well, I, I, and you could, and that's what I suggested a year ago. But they've got a. I don't know if that's realistic because there are teams like Edmonton that have eighteen thousand fans at preseason games, like we had it for against Calgary the other night, Frank. So. And I get it because it's a. It's actually a great opportunity for. You know, people that might not be able to afford a regular season game in a market like Edmonton to then have an opportunity to see your favorite players play. I, it's it's important to have. Here's the thing. Um, there's also a lot of teams in the league that don't have a huge season ticket base that don't generate much in preseason games. And for that reason, like to do a lot of them on the road. Yeah. So... It's a tough spot for some teams. Well, Winnipeg used to be a team before they got back in the NHL. It used to fly like Tampa Bay in every year to play a couple games. Uh, and when, and usually and sometimes the games were in Saskatoon as well. So these were, you know, they would target. More neutral site games. Let's do that. Yeah, there we go. Hey, uh, Lavoie, Peterson, um, Ernie, Brad Mal- It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Alone, who's got the best chance to make the team? If if it were my money and if I was the one making the decision, which I'm not, um, I would be leaning towards Raphael Lavoie. I don't think we know quite what he is yet. Yes. And I know that the Oilers, when it comes to Lane Peterson, made a commitment, a two-year deal, one-way deal at league minimum. And the thing is, Lane Peterson's been on waivers. He was on waivers twice last year and, and actually cleared the first time Um, when he was sent down by Carolina. He was claimed later in the year in Columbus. You know, I think he's probably one of those guys with a two-year deal on a one-way that probably makes it through. It's funny you you mention that because tomorrow night we've got our Jay Woodcroft night for uh, a lot of our chorus advertisers and some people had a chance to win and they're in. And Uncle Milt from Brent Ridge Ford asked Jay a question last year uh, last year about the future of Dmitry Samarukov. <laughs> he got sent down the next day and then four days later was traded to St. Louis for Clem Costin, who'd already been sent down as well. And that worked that, out pretty well. That, that turned out and guess which dummy was sitting there saying to Ken Holland, I don't know, can you afford to do that? Like, can you afford to do that trade? Like, do you not worry about would you not rather have depth defenseman versus depth forward? And here we are at the start of this year, and I think there's a lot of Oilers fans concerned that maybe they're going to miss a bit about what Clem Costin uh, brought. And as Frank, as you know, it was about Edmonton getting out of Kyler Yamamoto, not having to buy him out, and Detroit willing to do that using the cap space, and that's why they got Costin. Um, but it is interesting how things change, isn't it? Yeah, and look, I think the fact that we are – Sitting here, it's Friday night, October 6th, and the regular season starts in a few days. And this is kind of the biggest thing that we're talking about on Oilers now. It speaks to the strength of the team. It speaks to the depth. It speaks to 
this team finally having the support pieces in place for 97 and 29 that we can it's like it's almost like an NFL thing where you're talking about the 52nd and 53rd guy on the roster like that's that's kind of what it's like and that's a good place to be um but I want to ask you a question actually uh-oh Okay. What is your, if any, level of concern for Matthias Ekholm? With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Uh, well, I, he did a media availability today. And then, uh, yep. you know. I saw. And we had a little bit of a, I, I, what do you mean by concern? Like to start on Wednesday? Well, he just said, I, you know, when he was asked about the season opener, he said, I can't tell you. And I, look, I, I love players that play coy because... Like, I, it's I, fun. I, I, I think he'll play within the first week of the regular season. How's that? Okay. Like, I, I, I... Yeah, I think it's one of those things you want to make sure you nip in the bud that doesn't linger around for the first three months of the year because you came back a week too early. And we've... You know, one guy that had some issues with that was, was Chris Russell. I mean, he had groin issues, and it was a battle at times for him. Uh, and some there were a couple times where we thought maybe he'd miss one or two games. He ended up mi- mi- uh, missing, you know, two and a half, uh, two and a half, three weeks of action, and would end up missing, you know, seven to nine games. And the orders really weren't deep enough to handle that with Chris Russell. And you're talking a whole different level of player when you're when you're talking what Matthias Ekholm brought to the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, and I think he's one of those guys, big guy that. You know, I think maybe as you watch the playoffs last year, I had a little bit of concern about his speed. And I think you just want to make sure that he's completely healthy. The next thing you know, hip is such an important part of what you do. You have other issues. Your back hurts, your groin hurts, whatever else might be. I just, that was, you know, as we kind of were debating the thir- you know 12th or 13th forward position, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, maybe the bigger story is just, is he, a, you know, how quickly can he get to 100%? Yeah, 100% on the 100%. Uh, Frank, we had George LaRocque on, and he talked about Askarov potentially being and playing in Nashville. Have you heard that? I have not. Okay. I mean, I mentioned it and reported it. You're saying I was just having a hard time hearing you said Askarov in Nashville? Right. Is he Could he, could he be potentially in play? I mentioned it, um, I can oddly enough tell you where I was standing when I was tweeting it. I was walking down a hill, sweating through my suit in Nashville, going to night one of the draft. Okay. When I was hearing about the Preds trying to be aggressive to, to make some changes. And I had heard then that Askarov was in play. I don't know if it continued, like has that continued all summer, but I did hear some rumblings about as talented as Askarov is at, you know, clearly someone with his pedigree picked 11th overall in the draft in 2020. For a goalie. That's high. For a goalie, yeah. I mean, you're talking Spencer Knight. There's very few players that have been in that range in the last decade. 
uh, who, by the way, was sent down to the AHL today because he's waiver exempt, um, that you saw the culture change in Nashville this summer. They move out Johansson and Duchesne, and it's clear that Barry Trotz wants to put his stamp on things and, and wants to have, you know, get back to the Predators' way. I was told then that Askarov didn't really fit in those plans. He, you know, maybe there's a lack of maturity there, and that was what was passed on to me as potentially a reason why they might want to do something a little different. But pretty darn good numbers in Milwaukee last year. Frank, this is an Oilers-centric show. Oilers now. Frank Saravalli for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Live standard bread racing Fridays and Saturdays out at Century Mile. It's an Oilers-centric show. So to me, the Oilers might need, and you can't get everything. They may need an upgrade at right shot defense. A lot of people have met, uh, mentioned Brett Pesci, but I don't believe that he's over. He would be over. Have you heard that he's not enthused to play in Canada? Uh, I would say that that's probably accurate. Okay. Uh, so a possible without speaking for him, right? I, I did hear that that might be a thing. Possible right shot forward, and then the other, or sorry, right shot defenseman, and the other is a fourth line right shot center. What are your thoughts? How do you think the Washington? Because you know where I'm going to go here. How do you think Washington Capitals are going to do? I see them somewhere around 85 to 90 points. Um, just by nature of health, they should be better. You think about. And, and it really kind of rang true with me when I was talking to Connor Brown last week in Edmonton. He said, the guys that I was spending time with in the Caps medical facilities rehabbing were Tom Wilson, John Carlson, and Carl Hagelin. Yikes. You throw Connor Brown into the mix, that's four pretty significant pieces to their team. Now, theoretically, you should have a healthier Nicholas Backstrom but I still, in the back of my head, am also thinking about the conversation or quotes from Brian McClellan at the end of last season where he basically said, Nick Backstrom can't keep up anymore. And if that's the case, and that's what you're looking at with the Washington Capitals, you've got a really aging core. You've got a couple nice pieces on your back end, and I think they're really going to be relying on Sandine to take a big step forward. Yeah. But they've they've got some holes, and for the most part, they're kind of bringing back the same team. They weren't able to unload Mantha. They tried real hard on Kuznetsov. They're probably going to have flexibility to make changes this next offseason, but for better or for worse, they're kind of stuck this year. And then you gave Tom Wilson that kind of massive extension. I I don't really know where the caps are going. It feels like nowhere fast. Well, I'm going to ask you about one specific player. And he's a fourth line, right shot center. That makes $1.3 million for the next two years. Nick Dowd? Nick Dowd. Nick Dowd has uh, taken 2,500 face-offs over the last three seasons. He led the Washington Capitals in time and ice in the penalty kill amongst the forwards. Okay, he's about a 53% face-off man. And he's had decent, he's probably really been a third-line center for Washington. So on that note... I was going to say, he's he was basically their in-house ready-made replacement for Lars Eller. Yeah, so 
He's got who, by the way, I'm shocked got the deal that he did in Pittsburgh. Same here. Uh, Dowd's got two years left at 1.3. The Oilers would probably theoretically need Washington to eat on Dowd. If that's if they can't come with an internal solution, and they're gonna, Yanmark's gonna play a little, a little at center here. Derek Ryan's gonna play a little at center. You know, McLeod's going to be back in. Edmonton's missed McLeod in the pre, and they've yet to use Holloway at center. They've played him ex- exclusively on the wing. I just look at Dowd as being the type of guy that might make sense. I just don't know how much gas is left in the tank on him. He's 33. I don't recall him being a specifically explosive skater, and I like having speed in the bottom six. Look, I, I think the Oilers are going to spend a lot of time this year trying to hone in on potential fits that are in that same ballpark that really aren't going to knock your socks off on the cap and and same thing with acquisition cost. But I was talking to Ken Holland about this as well, and, and my, my pod with Ken Holland and Jay Woodcroft drops on Monday, Thanksgiving. Um, the, the best solution for the Oilers is to have some of these young guys grab the role, and, and that way you could focus on something bigger. Yeah. And I do think that there's internal solutions here that can help, do, you know, carry some of that load. So, Wyshynski has the orders winning the cup. Dom Lucician has uh, Edmonton with the second best record in the league, but but ha- having the best odds in winning the Stanley Cup. Uh, you went, what, like August you said Edmonton was going to be your favorite on paper this year? Have you pivoted at all from that? I have, mostly just for your sake, because I don't want to hear it anymore. Okay, well, thank you for that, because it's your yeah, fault. Yeah, and I, I just win. figured I kind of owed you one after, like, 2017. Yeah, that was a tough one. Bakes, Boy, was it ever. Bakes appreciated. I mean, you had them winning the Cup in 2017-18, and they missed the playoffs. I mean, that's... Hey, I, I paid my debt. Yes, you did. You paid your debt. Uh, give, so, me, give me a player. So who do you got now? I'm picking Dallas to win. All right. It's a good option. Real- I think they're battle-tested. I really do. I think they're one team that in the regular season is they're okay. They're pretty good. But when they get to the playoffs, they the game changes, and I think their team is well-suited for it. Well, they got an older team, and they got a real good manager as well. Give me one player to get – give me a player and a team – to keep an eye on, like a guy that's with a, a, a team right now that, that's that's probably going to get traded, and he's going to end up with this team. Do you have that combination put together? Uh, I can give you a guy that's probably going to get traded. I don't know how soon, but I can tell you that the Vancouver Canucks, I think, in the last week to 10 days, have been really trying hard to move Connor Garland. Okay. I don't have the destination for you, but three more years at 495, not going to be easy. But yeah. I don't. I just don't know where. Yeah. That's that's kind of the problem. Is you tell me who can take on four point nine five, and they're probably not very competitive. Frank, great stuff. We do not have a show on Monday. Uh, good luck with your pod dropping, and we'll hook up next week. Okay. Have a great Thanksgiving. You bet. That is Frank Saravalli for the horses and horse racing in Alberta. Live standard bed racing Fridays and Saturdays at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Visit thehorses.com. Guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite Tepon Yaki Steak Restaurant. Book your celebration for the census at jvedmonton.ca. Uh, when we come back in Oilers now, we'll get to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Bob Stoffer joining you live at Rogers Place. You're listening to Oilers Now. It's 523 in Edmonton. 
Christopher with you in Oilers now. When we talk about Brent Ridge Ford and their President's Award winners for customer satisfaction, their full transparency and customer care after their purchase, but another big factor in the success of Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin, like any great franchise, stability. Here's some legacy stats for you. Service manager Kevin started back in 98. Sales manager Chris, the Flames fan, started in 99. Uncle Miltz, the rookie, he joined in 02. I know from personal experience, the whole Brentridge Ford staff is committed to ensuring your customer experience is a positive one. Brentridge Ford is your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin, where cars cost less. 527 in Edmonton. Let's go to this day in Oilers history for New West Travel. Again, you can join us three-night Montreal roadie in January with a private suite, the Oilers and the Habs at the Bell Centre. Reach out to newwesttravel.com. Going back to this date, in 1997, Claude Lemieux scored twice. Patrick Waugh made 34 saves. The Avalanche shut out the Oilers 3-0. Eight months later, the Oilers rallied from 3-1 down to beat the powerhouse Avs in round one of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Thanksgiving Monday is a best of Oilers now, often called an oxymoron. Uh, we will tell you up next, Reed Wilkins will have the face-off show with Cam Moon and Rob Brown and Jack Michaels, myself, cast of thousands. We will head off to a global news, weather, traffic update with Randy Kilburn. I'll join you again at 6.05 Edmonton time. Now with Bob Stoffer, brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.